What is this? Danny, that guy, Phil Chard, back in business. Okay. Mm. Nah, let's workshop that. Let's, let's, let's just put it on the, the back burner. Like, let's just, just, you know, you let's, know. We're not, nothing is a no. We mm. just look at other alternatives and we move. Um, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, this is uh, Two Broke Tumbles. Um, yeah. Okay, let's see. How do we normally start this show? Uh, <laughs> what do we normally do? Uh, uh, um, uh, <laughs> Dan forgot how to start the show. You're not Dan. It's fine. I know how to start the show. Um so yesterday we got some sad news. I'm just I'm tired of, of having to say goodbye to friends, bro. I'm tired of having to say say goodbye to friends. But a man going by the name of Fortune Musewe, aka Sway, aka Mr. K Entertainment, sadly passed away. Um I'm not gonna re- reveal the details of that because I don't think it's relevant. But <clears throat> He was young. Um, for those of you who might not know who he was, he was a manager. He was he was in between Zimbabwe, South Africa, and Zambia. Um, the the first time I met him was 2014, I believe. He was still managing Mr. Camera at the time, so that that was actually my link to Camera. Um, he then went on to manage Roberto around Roberto's rise to fame with Amarula. Um, and then he, he also managed um, a few other acts in Zambia. Um, in Zim in South Africa, um, I think he actually might have been working with Brian K for a bit. Not, I can't really remember, but he he was like just full of energy, man, full of ideas, full of positivity. Um, and it's it's sad to to see him go. Um, so I think to, to open up the show, there's there's a, there's a song that I want to play, and I'll, I'll explain why. But this is this is for you, Sway, R.I.P. Man. Fresh and clean, everything fresh and clean. 
So the, the the funny story behind that song is when I'd met him, Camera had just secured this song. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Camera um, is the the producer of, of this song. This is one of his first big placements, first big videos, and everywhere we went, Dan, for the whole weekend, El, El Tito and Ice Prince, yeah. Altido and Ice Prince, fresh and clean. Everywhere we went that first weekend in Fortune's car, this is all I listened to <laughs> for three days straight. So, so I didn't know him as Sway at all. I literally never mm. referred to him or been introduced to him as Sway at all. But I knew him as Fortune and I knew him as Cameta's manager, as Roberto's manager and so on. So, uh, yeah, every once in a while we'd interact, you know, when he's trying to get radio placement for certain artists and whatever. And like you're saying, he always had this energy, this passion. Cool, cool dude, man. It's, it's sad news to hear that he died. So, so yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, while we're still talking about uh, deaths that happened, um, there was also the announcement this week. Um, there's, a, there's a South African show on Netflix uh, mm. called How to Ruin Christmas. And the lead actor in that show, her, her name was Busiswe Lurai. She acted as... Oh, I can't remember her name in the in the show. Tumi, I think. Something like that. And uh she the show was dope. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like it was dope. And yeah, uh it's it's sad news as well that we heard this week that she also died. Uh she got sick and died. Um yeah. So um some sad news to start the show, but we want to give some tribute and homage to those who've uh, made a significant contribution to the creative space in Africa. Uh, so, yeah. So, very sad to hear about Sway, Fortune. Very sad to hear about Busi. Um, but the show must go on. Indeed. Indeed. So, to raise our spirits, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, I have to ask, are y'all good to go? Sound of thing them. Let me hear a drum Season, settle, season, settle the bad podcast in your land. Come to your air metal. We're seeing a lot of impersonators, but they are none greater than the two uh, big haters. Hear me now. Tomatoes and potatoes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. It's two Brock, two Embos. My name's Danny, that guy, a.k.a. Danos, the Mad Titan, a.k.a. Denford, Wekumaraini, a.k.a. Denimbi, my life, your entertainment, a.k.a. I'm done with these streets. Throw me in a pool so I can malume my way to the other side, a.k.a. Akuna Mumwendi Danimu. And he's the only the unmistakable, the irrefutable, the unquestionable. That I will not get involved in those racist jokes about a black man who can't swim a bull. Phil Chad, aka Flip Laws, the big boss, baby. AKA Sexington Glovo, aka Filthy Phil, aka what else is my name? DJ Mkarad. And of course, <laughs> 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 
Welcome, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, doing, to another man? episode of Two Broke Trimbos. I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm all right. It's just been a busy, you know, Jen, I busy week. You in weeks. I haven't seen you in weeks. That's that's the best way. It means I haven't been out. I keep telling mm. people this. When you haven't seen me in a while, it means I've been focused. I've been, you know, keeping my head down, doing what I need to do. I joined the gym this week officially. Which gym? Uh, it's called My Gym. By, uh, yeah, are, you, okay. are you getting this membership for free or are you paying? No, I'm paying. I'm paying. I'm seeing flames, right? But no, my, my girl posted a couple of pictures online and I was like, hey, sh- ah, yeah, this can't be such a, you know, uh, an unbalanced relationship. I need to hit the gym also. So, yeah, so, so, so I joined so the gym all this it took week. to get Dan in the gym. <laughs> Just a little bit of embarrassment. <laughs> you know, ah, yeah, this is actually you know, you know, The first time you hit the gym in a long time, because I haven't been to the gym since before COVID. The first time you hit the gym in a while, it's brutal. I went in there. I was like, yo, nah, since it's my first day here, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to focus on a couple of things. Nah, 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 nah. I'm going to keep it easy, keep it light. You know, I'm going to, if I remember correctly, these are the weights that I was using before. So I'm going to go way below that so that, you know, I'm, I don't hurt myself and I can work my way back up to that. Ha. Ah, yeah. ah, I saw flames. And right now I'm in agony. I'm in agony. <laughs> Quick question, Philip. So, yeah. my Google's my Google's have shown me that uh, they are they are they are very differing and uh, varying viewpoints. Different people have different ideas. Different experts say different things. But your opinion is it better to work out um, complementary muscle groups? For example, uh, if you're going to work your chest, you're likely also partly working out your triceps. So should you work out your chest and your triceps at the same time? Or is it better to work um, opposing <coughs> muscle groups? For example, if you're doing your biceps, do your triceps as well. Because it's the arm and you want to, you know, you want to do the full, the full, uh, the full shebang as it were. And it seems mm. that there is no agreement. <clears throat> well, w- welcome back to Fitness Matters with TBT right here. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by your favorite protein shake. <laughs> no, um, in in summary, what what, what I've learned and um, with with all the, the the bodybuilders and the people that followed, you know, funny enough, Dan, do you know that I'm a, I'm a quasi trainer. I train some people. Did you know this, Dan? I'm actually not joking. I actually do. Um, I, I train a lot of friends. They come to me for for fitness advice, which is weird Are and you ironic. Qualified to do so there. I, I, there was a time I was actually seriously considering um, taking the certifications. As you might know, you know my my nephew is a, is quite a famous trainer over there in America. He's also into MMA. You know, he, he actually has his own gym now in in Pennsylvania. So I hit him up. Um, he, like early days, this is one of the reasons I started working out. But yeah, long story short, do what works for you. Ideally, especially when you're starting out, don't do big muscle groups, multiple big muscle groups on the same day. So don't do a push pull split. Um, it's going to be too fatiguing for you, especially in the beginning, because in the beginning you want to start building the mind muscle connection. You want to get your body used to the tension. You also want to work, make sure that your form is correct. So just do a bro split for like the first month. And all you're going to do there is just 
work on your fundamentals and because you haven't been working out you're going to have massive gains anyway because that's how the body's going to adapt then thereafter you can start working um what makes sense for you mm. i don't know dan does that help no oh, okay great <clears throat> because i need to know the all the cheat codes that's what i need to know but you actually know, if if you listen to the um, the Uberman lab, I think two weeks ago, he had Jeff Cavalier. That's another guy. Athletex.com. If you want, if you want to like really solid advice that comes out regularly, um, Jeff Nippid, athletex.com and or athletex on YouTube. Um, those are the two go-to channels that, that like, they're very pedantic. They're very scientific, but they'll explain like, yo, if you want to get stronger, this is how you do it. These are the muscles you're working. This is how to, this is the diet you should consider that type of stuff. So and that's the nerdy stuff that I'm into. So like, check those guys out. They're really dope. Yeah, you know, the science is always good. It's always good to involve the science. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But anyway, y'all, let's start the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of your favorite podcast. Uh, let's start off with Zimbabweans doing it big. Uh, yeah, we I want to give a big shout out to uh, basically Zimbabweans anywhere in the world who are doing big things. And uh, let's start off with uh, my man's in the UK. His name is Simba. You may know him from this smash hit song. Um... I mean, surely you know this song. And if you didn't know this was in Zimbabwe, shame on you. Shout out to him. His name is Simba. The the I in Simba is a number one. Simba with his song Rover, uh, featuring DTG, <coughs> has been certified double platinum, courtesy of uh the Brits. Brit certified mm. two times plat- platinum. So congratulations to Simba. And of course it is a smash hit, so do your thing, sir. Do your thing. Young King. Yeah, no. And obviously we featured him a few weeks back with his new single May 10 as well. So yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really dope. Uh, sticking in the UK, uh, I want to focus a little bit on uh, two Zimbabwean queens. So Miss Universe Great Britain, right, was run. Um, <laughs> the top two, well, no, two of the top three were Zimbabweans. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> wherever, Dan, wherever we go, wherever we go. We conquer. So uh, <clears throat> Miss Great Britain 2022 as a Zimbabwean who's based in Derby. Her name is Noki Michelle Simbani. She is a lovely young lady who is clearly shown her worth uh, being dubbed Miss Great Britain. And may she represent Britain well. Can you see all these people that could have been representing Zimbabwe? Mm. Uh, the second runner up for Great Britain was Paidamoyo Mangi. Who, uh, so, oh, by the way, so uh, Noki, I think... I assume Noki is short for Noctula, but she just goes by Noki. And then uh, Pida, she's 25, and then Paidamoya is 22. Uh, Paidamoya is based in Manchester. Yeah, so both of them uh, were, first of all, Miss Great Britain and second runner-up of Miss Great Britain. So two Zimbabweans in the top three. <laughs> mm. Fun fact, Phil. Yesterday, I, got, I went down a, a Wikipedia rabbit hole. 
Did you know that there are between 200,000 and 500,000 Zimbabwean-born Britain, Britons, with an O, Britons, as in as British in citizens, but they were born in Zimbabwe. 200,000. Between 200,000 and 500,000, according to Wikipedia. Hey, so that's, a, that's, a, that's a big variance. Let's so say half a million. Okay. That's, 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 that's of course, uh, that, that's, not counting, that's not counting Zimbabweans who live in Britain. This is British citizens. Who are born uh-huh. in Zimbabwe? So, uh, I I think so. I think even Can more. You imagine that? That's close to one percent of our population, bro. Close to one percent of our population. Less than one, okay. Zimbabwe's demographics. No, am I saying one or ten? No, it's ten because we we're like fifteen million. Okay, so let's just say like yeah. So like okay, a significant number above five percent. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I was I was quite fascinated going through this uh, going through this information. I was just randomly looking for other information. And I came across this. Anyway, mm. as you ADHD are, firing, yeah. So l- let me let me let me read let me read some of this uh, this information over here. So first of all, um, the 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 demographics of Zimbabwe, um, according or by ethnic group. <laughs> Ninety-eight percent of the Zimbabwean population are made up of Bantu-speaking ethnic groups, mainly Shona and Debele. Eighty-two percent are Shona, fourteen percent are Debele. Do you want to know how many white people as a percentage? How would you guess, Philip? In the UK, in Zimbabwe, four. <laughs> Zimbabwe has less than one percent white people. Hmm. And 0.5% colored <clears throat> people. That's just a lie. That's uh, so what Wikipedia says. In 1975, 4.3% of the population was white. Today, zero, less than 1%. Shout That's out white. to land reform. Speaking of coloreds. I found this page on Wiki. It's actually a whole page. Wikipedia.org forward slash wiki forward slash colors. Zimbabwe has its own page. Goffles. Oh, God. <laughs> Goffles only refer to colors. Yeah, I, hate, I hate that and word. Zambia. So, you know, that's, that's an I offensive know. term, Dan. That's such an offensive term. <laughs> it's there on Wikipedia. It's <laughs> such an offensive term. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Goffles or colored Zimbabweans, persons of mixed Dan, race. Stop saying it, brah. I'm reading. I'm reading a Wikipedia page, Philip. I know where you live. I'll come find you and slap you. I don't know why you'd slap me. This is slap, slap. Uh, what's his name? Eric. Whatever his face is. Anyway, um, <laughs> did you know that in the colored communities there was an internal ranking system in terms of influence? And colored people who originated from Afrikaners were ranked the highest. Fascinating. Fascinating. Anyway, back to our show. What were we doing? We were we were congratulating. <clears throat> we were congratulating. Like, nah, I'm, I'm I'm calling BS on you. Hold on. Let me call my mom. Something. I just something. <laughs> Okay, let me let me actually read what it says here in uh, 
Ah, because you're on one. You're on one. <laughs> ah, you're full of it. <laughs> oh, oh, have I been abandoned by my own mother? I've got no poor living in my own family. <laughs> wow, my mom isn't picking up. Oh, wait, here we go. Hello. Hi. Hi, mom. You're on the podcast, so don't say anything incriminating. Why are you putting me to the test, Dad? Because we have some pertinent questions. Dan is talking lies, and I just wanted to get some clarification from someone who's on the ground, on the scene. Um, can you indeed confirm that you are a Morgan High graduate? Yes. According to Dan, there's a, there was a ranking within the colored community where the descendants of Afrikaners were at the top of the totem pole. Is this true? I'm not sure. <laughs> so who are the cool kids back at Morgan? <laughs> which which crew did you say you were in, Mom? Sorry? Which crew were you in? Were you in the cool kids or the not so cool kids? No. I was all on my own. Mom, you know, like people listen to this. Like you could lie, right? You know, just to make me look better. You could lie. And then you can tell me the truth off air, man. That's what, you got to sell it. It's your business. So, so I, I was reading on Wikipedia <laughs> that there was an internal ranking system in the colored community. And typically the descendants of those from South Africa, from the Africana community and the Boer community, they normally had the higher ranking because they were the first ones in the country. Did you hear that, Ma? No. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to need. I suppose it doesn't matter, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, we just wanted, just wanted to confirm. But, but, th- but thank you for your insights, Mom. They much appreciate Otherwise, you're well. Are you strong? I'm fine, thank you. I love you lots. I'll call you about that other thing later. All right. Oh, do you have a special request you'd like to, to play for the radio listeners? Nah, she got the phone. She couldn't wait to get off the phone. Like, I have no pull in the street. Like, my mom was like, you with your moms, bro. Anyway, that's we're not here to discuss demographics. This is not welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Tuberg Twimmer's in-depth analysis of the demographics of different countries. Welcome yes. to Fun with Flags. <laughs> no, this is the the census share, the census podcast. Speaking anyway, of, yeah. did, 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 did did they come do your 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 census? Apparently, they did, but there was no one home. Both me and my brother were not home, so I don't know what they did. I don't know what they. The neighbors told us that oh yeah, the census people came. <clears throat> so I was like, ah, Yo, so. they were asking a lot of personal questions, dog. They were asking a lot of personal questions. Like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a anyway, When is the last time you saw her? Would you describe your relationship as sexual? Excuse me. Did my mom send you? What's going on? <laughs> so yeah, so a uh, look, congratulations to uh our two Zimbabweans taking over the UK beauty industry. And I must say, like they really are raising the bar high. They they've really made sure that they look immaculate. 
makeup on point, uh, outfits on point. Congratulations to Noki Simbani and uh, Paidamoyo Mangi doing their things out in the UK. Miss Great Britain 2022 and second runner-up Miss Great Britain 2022. Zimbabweans doing their thing. We move. Let's follow up from last week's episode and previous episodes. We had previously reported to you that uh, Rick Ross is coming Mm. to Zimbabwe. And we spoke Mm -hmm. about uh, how there seemed to be general countrywide outcry and uproar over Mm. who would Even Kumayemi, they were complaining. Who would be the opening acts? Over there in Miami, (laughs) they were wondering, is it going to be Volts JT or is it going to be... Talky vibes. Confusion. Do you know, do you know the, I got this funny, this funny thought, like they're all in a room. So it's like the MMG crew. So it's like Rick Ross, Stally, Gunplay. And we're like, yo, man, when we get us in Bobby, man, who going to open up for us, man? Man, I hope it's not Ja Praise, man. <laughs> anyway, so the organizers of the show, uh, the main promoters are Raw Entertainment Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the people on the board of Raw Entertainment is uh, Janimbi's former manager. Her name is Miss Shally. Mm. Actually, we have her number. I think I have her number. Should we try call her? Let me I should tell her. But she, she won't know who I am, though. No, I don't. That's the thing. That has no pull. No, because I'll call her and I'm like, it's Danny. And she'll be like, who? <coughs> so, uh, Janimbi's former fine. manager. That'll be great for the, that'll be great for the has, listeners. <laughs> no, no, no. They must think we have pull in these streets. And uh, Raw Entertainment <laughs> Africa member, Miss Shally, she said to Zimbas, the organization who apparently reached out to her and asked her, um, hey, how far have you heard what people are saying about opening acts? She said they had not yet picked any musicians to be opening acts, but uh, mm. that in coming up with opening acts, Raw Entertainment was going to consider the people's concerns. Um, she said, we haven't really picked up yet any opening acts. It's something we are still applying our head around. Uh, but one thing I can say to you is that we are going to pick artists that Zimbabwe hasn't used to open for big acts. We have heard people's concerns and we are promising to put on a different artists on the show. Uh, she said they were going to use local MCs for the Rick Ross show. It's good to hear. She that's a, that's, that a, that's a quick jab. That's a quick jab. A quick, just a quick, just a, just a, <laughs> and then she said they were going to spice up the show with 80% hip hop acts. Hmm. <clears throat> So go pa twenty percent Because if I get if I get four hip hop acts and one non hip hop act, I've 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 fulfilled my promise. Keeping in mind that Rick Ross is a hip hop act, so I only have to get three hip hop acts. So it's gonna be three one. <laughs> and if those three hip hop acts are Leo Magos, Brian Jack and uh, and 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 bling four. That's three hip hop acts, and they do fire emojis and they get off. Then Jap Razor comes on and does one and a half hours. Then Rick Ross comes on. I fulfilled my promise, eighty <laughs> percent. So we shall wait and see. Anyway, the promise that is going to be eighty percent hip hop. be hilarious. Like people are booing at HICC and all that. And she comes, but guys, what am I? All right, let's uh, let's move on to this week. Let's talk about some things that happened this week. So, Dan, 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 before you introduce this, you know what, Dan? There's been a lot of talk 
about Zimbabwe being a destination, you know, the tourism attraction, the, the issues with our economy and electricity. And we remember that story with the Mikos Hotel. Yeah. But then people want to come to Zimbabwe. They Rick love Ross it. is coming to Zimbabwe. Bernaboy, where did he come? Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. And when they come, they don't want to leave. They want to stay. They because love they, it so much. Mm-hmm. They love it so much, Philip. Yeah, please go mm. on. Don't stop. Yeah, it's fine. They are heeding the call. They've heeded the call. I'm even disappointed in the Herald. Why did the Herald not make this a headline? DJ Tira heeds the call to visit Zimbabwe on a semi-permanent basis. Zimbabwe is open for business. Mm. And refugees, apparently. So Zimbabwean producer and part of Durban's finest, DJ Tira. Uh, <laughs> he was in Zimbabwe for a show in Guanda. Yes, he's ours now, guys. He's ours now. <laughs> so he posted on his uh, on his social media, he's like, please send help. I lost my passport. <laughs> so I remember seeing, I saw, I saw it online. Like it was circulating that DJ Tira is stuck in Zimbabwe because he lost his passport. And as I was reading those, I got a call from our radio station. And it was basically, Dan, uh, DJ Tira is here to see you. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I went to go see. And there was someone there who was representing DJ Tira. I was like, listen, uh, DJ Tira is in Zim. So we figured while he's here, we may as well do a media tour. I know it's last minute. I know we didn't make a booking, but do you have time to put DJ Tira on radio? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what? Um... I suppose, like, not now, but I suppose if he waits, like, 20 or 25 minutes, we can put him on. And uh, we did. I mean, we had DJ Tito on radio, and my man was over there. He was like, hey, my Zimbabwean brothers, please help me. I lost my passport. And the problem was everyone was like, yeah, yeah, we want to help you, my mans. It's just we don't know what to look for in the passport. What name are we looking for? I'm tired of looking for Tita. Anyway, so DJ Tita has been stuck in Zimbabwe for a while after this show. Um... Uh, long story short, apparently somewhere between Gwanda and Bulawayo, he lost his passport. And he actually went to the airport, was about to check in, was ab- like he put his bags down and whatever, and he started looking. And I was like, wait, where's my passport? Going through all these things, he couldn't find his passport. He couldn't travel. He missed his flight. He had to go back to the hotel. Uh, yeah, and then he went to his Facebook page and he was like, I've lost my passport in Gwanda, Zimbabwe, if anyone finds it. And uh, he decided to chill for a bit. He actually did an extra show with Knox in Kadoma, I believe. And uh, did a couple of radio uh, joints and uh, he's just been chilling in Zim. But I just found out, like I was trying to call him. Uh, I was trying to get his details to call him. And then as I was searching for his details, I saw a news article that today he managed to get uh, an ETD from the South African embassy and go back to South Africa. Shame. Mm. <clears throat> so I find that hilarious. I find that uh, that's so funny. Ugh. Uh, DJ Tira was not sure if he had lost the passport in Blai or in Gwanda. Uh, the musician will likely go to the South African embassy and try to get help. So yeah, so he so this this happened over the weekend. Today is Thursday, so from Monday to Thursday, my man's was stuck. Mm-hmm. That is stuck he... or enjoying. Actually, you're right. You're right. I apologize and I repent in dust and ashes for for from <coughs> Monday to Thursday. DJ Tira had the privilege and the joy of learning about exchange rates. Understanding the Zimbabwean <laughs> gold coin system, becoming um, familiar with the bucket bath system, 
You know, and it's good practice because where he's going back to to Durban with load shedding, getting like he's ahead of the game already. So he's by the time, ahead of the, yeah, my man's gonna get back and say, guys, 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 we don't have to live with this. There's <laughs> ways to deal with it. I was in Zim, I know. So mm. you know, he had. A, I'm sure he had a great time. And shout out to Knox for bringing him over, and you know, just educate. It's all about cultural exchanges, Dan. It's all about a cultural exchange. I love that. Honestly, he seemed to have such a good attitude about it. Like he was, he was like, "Damn it, man, I couldn't travel back." But while I'm here, I mean, hey, let me. And he said, "I want to link up with Zim artists while I'm stuck here." I don't know if he managed mm-hmm. to. I hope he did. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty dope. Like you know, you hear next thing, DJT with someone else who's not Knox. Dope. Keep in mind. Keep in mind. Dan was given this information on which day again? Uh, Tuesday. Dan was given this information on Tuesday. So Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, he just sat on this. Not for, not one phone call was made to me or anyone else. Was like, hey guys, um, Tina just says he's around. He's stuck. He, you know I mean, it's not like we know people with studios or anything. Like, it's not, it's not like we can do that. Philippine like no artist. I'm not really a charity. I want to help where I can, but you know, my priority in life isn't to just link people up. Where I can, of course, I will. But you know, I have other priorities in life. You know, I feel I don't know if I've told you, but I'm engaged. I'm engaged to be married. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, th- th- those are important things. Also, right? Tina has his own stories, eh? Ah, <laughs> uh, he's, he's, he's multiple. He has his own stories. So I was that was also in the back of my mind. But anyway, you know, we move. It's all good. We move. We move. But shout out to DJ Tira being in Zim, having a great attitude, linking up with Zimbabwean people and creatives. I, I hope. I don't know if he did, but I hope he managed to link up with some artists and make some music. But he did say, I'm like, you put sure it out on record. I'm sure Knox was very, was very liberal with his details and access to him. And I'm sure Knox made sure that all the people that wanted to speak to him had a chance to do so. Speaking of which, Knox <laughs> uh, was in the news this week because he came out to say that his Facebook page was hacked. And the reason he knows this is because it's only got 58,000 followers now. And it used to have 400,000 followers and it used to be verified. So yes, someone that's hacked how hacking his page. works. And then started getting yeah. people to unlike. The, he he the made page? people unlike his page and then he unverified the page. <clears throat> okay. So, did, did did someone hack his ex-wife's Facebook okay, page as well? No, that's not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> that's not necessary. Hey, let's move on. Uh, I'm going to put the, I'm going to mention this real quick. Look at Dad. Look at Dad. Ah, uh, Dad, whenever we, we stumble across a fun talking topic, you always just... It's not a fun talking topic. That's people's <laughs> private relationship, Philip. When, when did we then come how, the then dirty how, gossip how is it, how, that discusses? How is, it private? how is it private when they're posting for everyone to see? If it was, if it was bedroom okay, guards so and it was in the bedroom. Please. Like, if some, if, some pub, if, if some paparazzi was at their window, like, inserting microphones into their bedroom and shooting, I'll be like, no, that's, that's foul. But when you're pulling it out for the world to see, you're like, yo. Uh, okay. Yeah. Please. By all means, please tell us what is the story about Knox and his wife. I'm not discussing it. I, I miss Gordy. <laughs> you see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm ah, saying. Gordy would be on it. Gordy. So, all right, moving on. Um, we have been following the story of Shasha over the past couple of months. Uh, as you know, we are big fans of Shasha's music over here. We want to see her succeed, and we were a little bit worried about her. So uh, just a little bit of, for accountability's sake, 
Uh, I finally had a conversation with Shasha this week and I really wanted to get her on the podcast. So she said, we'll do it next week. So uh, next week we'll have a chance to speak to Shasha, talk a little bit about what's going on, talk about some of the music that she's put out. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get some answers to some of the questions we have. So yeah, so Shasha's back in the limelight. Um, she's putting out music. She's announced her album. It's called I Am Alive. She's put out two singles, I believe. The one single with uh, uh, Soa Matrix called uh, Ungo Ami and then another single hey, with Ami You just Ami reminded Fakul. me. You actually yeah. just reminded me. Carry on, Dan. Sorry. No, I saw. I saw you had put it there that it's. We will. You wanted to play it again in the music section, but we could do it now. And I no, could Dan, see like you. Um, yeah. I was. Yeah. No, no. When you played it last week, you're playing it from your speakers. I didn't have the big speakers. I was coming through Zoom, so I didn't really get to appreciate the few ambiance of this song. And also, you know? also, also, Philip. Also, we stopped it before it got to the the part that really hits. That no. song is a banger, yo. And then I think, but it also comes within this. So um, you know, Dan, full transparency with the audience. I haven't been well, right? My mental health has also been in the absolute pooper. And when my mental health isn't in the best space, and I'm, <clears throat> the other thing is I'm in Zimbabwe, the country is, is by itself trying to kill you, right? Just the environment. You also can't get the medication you need because it's not available. And on top of that, um, it's just a depressing thing. You're in winter, it's cold. It's just a, just a myriad of mitigating factors. So because of that, I really haven't been listening to music the way I used to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I'm working, I'll probably just load up like um, a lo-fi playlist or some house or some trance music because that really gets me focused and I'll do it. But I haven't really had a, the, 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 the mental bandwidth to listen to, to music, music while I'm working. I'll just listen to music in general. Mm. And things have started to pick up. I'm in a much better space now. So I've been I've been catching up on all the music I've been missing out on, and it's some sometimes you, you just listen to listen, but sometimes you listen to appreciate. And then that Shasha song came on, and I was Wah! it's a banger, and I could see from your face because I was saying, "Yo, I like the song," and you're like, "Yeah, it's okay." I was like, "No, Philip, it's nice." Uh, and this isn't this, this isn't because we spoke to her. Oh, she's coming on the show. This is because legitimately, I listened to it again, and I listened to it again, and I listened to it again, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Nah, she still got it. She still got it. Damn, I listened to this. And, yeah, and, and you know what I'm speaking about? The genius thing that she did is, you know that refrain from the DJ Abuk's um, "It Ain't Me, I'm a Piano" thing. With that, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, uh. yes, yeah. Shasha took that little thing and she's like, "Oh, okay, that's what you guys like," and she and she made her own version of it. Uh, okay, we've got a call. You see, since people just want to call me over recording, let me answer. Yo, Ray, you're on the podcast. What's up? Uh, what's up? Mm, we're recording hey, the podcast up, right now. So so this better be important, my man. What's going on in the streets? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> what's up? Yeah, so about to head to the club. Huh? <laughs> Is that what you're calling me for this so we can roll to the club? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm about to go to the I need... Um, uh, all statements, please. A what now? Uh, um, three months of your all statements. I need to see the prices. The past three months. 
<laughs> Dude, I'll call you back later. Dad edited this out of the podcast. Right. <laughs> it's okay. They sponsored. They sponsored. <laughs> no, this this has to be in the podcast. This has to be. <laughs> These are the fun things that happen when you manage artists. Like they just call you. <laughs> 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 anyway Ah uh, no Shasha I am sorry I am sorry I ever doubted you Oh my man Oh Ah uh, Here we go. <laughs> anyway, speaking of music that dropped last week, Dan, here's another one. I don't know if you guys heard this one. I wanna be in your life until the night is over. I wanna hold you so tight, so tight, coming closer. It's been Ed Sheeran needs to be arrested. Guys, I'm Jerem Vizio. This is right. No, Phil, 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 Phil. Wait, 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 wait. I think we need to do a full, full review of Burna Boy's album. We're here now. I mean, well, I mean, we're not in the music section. I suppose we could. It's a main talking point. I, I love, with, I love that song. A, that song that you've just played, Philip. That song that you've just played. Uh, 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 that song is, you think about I it. love it. I was actually looking at the numbers. If it wasn't for CK, if it, if it wasn't for CK and if it wasn't for Tim's hooking up with Future, do you know who the biggest Afrobeats act would, would be for the year? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. That song you're playing, dude. Ah, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I want to. I need. There's something I need to do here. I'm calling Kuda. Who are you calling? Kuda, Lady K. Oh, anyway, speaking of, is she okay? I saw her posting about a burn or something. Yeah, yeah, I saw that as well. <clears throat> hey, Kuda, you're live on the podcast. Behave. <laughs> Why do I go Como when I've been having a lot of drinks? Yo, Como what's like up with your microphone? What's first up with your microphone? Jeez, Louise. First of all, first of all. <laughs> First of all, are you okay? We we heard that you had a an issue, a little bit of a an accident. Is your face okay? Are you alright? I'm still very pretty. Ah, excellent, excellent. But you're you're all good, right? I'm good, thank you. Great. Secondly, please send me that new Shasha and and uh, Ami Faku song. 
sorry, I'm supposed to have it, but I have it in different places. And we're recording the podcast and I wanted to play it. And then I realized that it's in the wrong place, etc., etc. Thank you. That's why I'm calling you. So I'll send it now. Thank you, Medin. Give me like two seconds. Sure. All right. Coming now. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Stay safe. Stay away from yeah, fire. Bye. It's okay. Bye. Philip, this, this Burner Boy album, I love it. I think I love it better than African Giant. What? I'm, really? I'm serious. I'm serious. I think so. I was... Uh, no yeah, skips. You, I, Philip, no skips. I was, I was, I was, I was listening to that at the gym or something. I was. And you're seeing... And you're, aha, <laughs> exactly. And you're seeing those leggings. Exactly. And everything looked, everything looked better when those leggings are walking back. Ah, that's no, no. It wasn't the leggings. When you're sweating and there's sweat in your eyes and you're crying and then in the background... <laughs> In the background, you just be hearing, you know, Ed Sheeran blending beautifully with Burner Boy. It just, you know, it's a really good album for them. Uh, it's good. Just to me. Oh. Ah, right. Ah. Damn it. <laughs> What's going on? Um, okay, in, in the meantime, I I'm dropped gonna... some. I dropped something on the on the keyboard, and then it stopped everything. My bad, my mistake. Anyway, yeah, you, you're gonna have to stitch that part together. All good, uh, all good. In the meantime, you know, we gonna gonna play some uh, some some burner. So, which is your favorite song of the album? I think "For My Hand" with Ed Sheeran is my favorite, but I really like I really like this pop can collaboration. Tony and Sing. It's a great album. It's a great album. And of course, it's got Last Last and Kilometer, so it's already hits. And then Cloak and Dagger is actually f- pretty dope with Jay Huss. I mean, just overall, it's a great album, man. That's another thing. I didn't... I need to listen to it well, a few more times, but the few times I did hear it, Jay Huss's voice sounded really low in the mix. Hmm. I, didn't, I didn't really notice that. Grunting and crying as I was doing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, dope <laughs> album. Love Damini, Burna Boy's new album. Uh, a lot of people seem to respond to it really dope. And, and Burna Boy is gone, gone. Like, he's out of here. Burna Boy is... What do you think of him uh, announcing... Well, the announcement that he's going to be in SA there. Um, did we talk about that? Well, we did that. We did. We talked about it. <clears throat> did we really? We did talk about it. Yeah, oh. I think we, we did. But yeah, um, I think it's, it's going it's to be interesting. It's going to be good. I, I still need to find out why he canceled his wireless festival appearances. Because um, and he and he and he canceled them so casually too. It was very interesting. Um, speaking of, did you see the the footage coming out of Wireless? Yeah, Wireless was uh, London was happening. Eh? Wireless huh? looked lit, yo. But but also when you look at it from from like a, a, a wide view, you see it like there's a bunch of people having fun. And then every time they zoomed in, I was like, oh, okay, those type of people, cool, 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 cool. Sixteen year old white girls, 
All good. Uh, y'all have fun. No, so all, all, all the people I know, all my friends were like way at the back. Those that's where like the, the grandstand was. That's where they were. But it yeah. looks so far. It's so small. I was just like, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Did, did you see? Uh, did you see Roddy Rich doing his performance? <sighs> why? What's wrong with him, bro? No, why, he, why? like there's nothing wrong with him. He was just doing his performance. What was he supposed to do? No, Dan, did you not see the footage? I the saw. footage happened. So Roddy Rich is performing. So for those that don't know, what happened was Roddy Rich was performing the box and then a fan came up on stage and the stage is set up like a long runway, right? Security had it handled. The man was already tackled on the ground, covered by security. So No, no, that was, Roddy that Rich, was, that was Lil Baby. That was when Lil Baby no, was that's, performing. No, no, that's Roddy Rich, Dan. Anyway, and at, Roddy at, Rich at, walks while when Roddy Rich was performing, that's when everyone was singing along. Then keep in mind, wireless. There, there was the wireless has been happening for three weeks. Of course, yeah. So, so there's, there's multiple, yeah. So I guess so. We're talking about different times, I guess. I'm talking about the time he kicked a fan. They came on stage, but the fan already been subdued, and then he walks over and kicks him. Oh yeah, which is just asking for a lawsuit. Different story. Yeah. So which 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 event were you referring to? So I was referring to the time when Roddy Rich was sing, was performing his song. Uh, let me. I'm actually going to play it for you. Uh, you you hear? Oh, that. when all the white girls, when, when all the white girls were seeing the box with the hard iron, they were they were. I want a nigga in the box. I know they were really emphasizing. They were like, Sorry, me, Charles. Sorry, me, Charles. The side. We can tie it this way, you can. She sucked. Her. Get the cash app. So. The 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 chorus is she sucked uh, nigga so so he gets the crowd to sing it and it like it it shows the crowd and it's all white like I said all sixteen year old white girls <laughs> she sucked uh, nigga so so everyone was like wait what <laughs> so that that's what I was referring to but I, I also saw that kick but I, I actually didn't pay that much attention to it the the, the kick that yeah I mean there was another fan that tried to grab Cardi's mic. Cardi threw a wig off. There's Megan the people who was, rushed uh, oh, Nikki wow. as well. Eesh, Megan. Yo. Ah. Yo. Ah. Yo. Listen, uh, babes, if you're Tory listening Lanes to this podcast. Tory Lanez needs to go to jail now. Tory Lanez needs to go to jail. Babes, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know how I feel about Meg the Stallion. My God. Ah, Yo. Fam, did, you, ah. did you see that? Did Guys, you see that when she, when, she was, when she was riding the air and she was just she was just riding? For, for, yes. huh? Your babe could never. Auntie, what? She, she was like, I'll go on top for minutes. I'm there. It's fine. Uh, Meg, Meg the Stallion is an international treasure. I tell you. Anyway, mm. so yeah, wireless fest. Anyway, speak, look, speak, 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 speaking yes. of Meg, what do you what do you what do you think about Mario? Killing all the all his momentum. What did he do? Ah, oh, damn! Are you? Yeah, this is out of the loop. Mario. I, fact, I think loop. by now the song has dropped. Mario. Mario announced that he was dropping a song uh, with Tory Lanez on Friday. Oh, and all the women. That's why everyone was mad at Mario. I never saw the reason. I just saw. Okay, 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 okay. Mario. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I also saw, um, who's the white girl? The white girl who's always accused of cultural appropriation, the rapper. That's Aish. Um, Iggy Azalea? No, is Iggy. Iggy yes. No, is Iggy. That's it. That's is, it. Iggy, is, Iggy Azalea. Yeah. So she, she posted, I think she was posting on her Instagram and she posted um, pictures of her cooking oxtail. 
uh, and then and then and then the shade room basically commented, "Log Iggy Azalea saying she could throw down in the kitchen with oxtail, blah blah blah." Then Tory Lanez is like, and it slapped too. So it was like, wait, <gasps> wait, what? What? Talk about throwing someone under the bus? You know, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh, so you were there at dinner? Okay, cool, 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 cool. Now we know who else to cancel. Um, shame. Um. There's something happening there that I'm still trying to understand. There's something happening there. We already, we already know. Yeah. So you're Team Tory. We already know. Um, mm-hmm. You've already made it clear. Um, mm-hmm. So you, you're saying let's go. Let's get back to the thing. You, so you're saying this new Burner album. Out of ten, what are you giving it? Okay, this is a little bit of a hot take because I went through it once in the gym, like you'd said, and I loved it. And Wait, you entered it once in the gym? I oh, got Dan. Shut up! Shut up! Dan. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut That's up! The whole point of music, no, uh, you experienced no, it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not taking, dude. You haven't even listened to proper headphones. You haven't even given it the car test. You just listen to it in the gym. Shut up! Your, 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 your opinions are relevant. Get out of here. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll come back to this next week. Be serious. <laughs> this idiot. <laughs> So yeah, so basically I'm giving it 12 out of 10 uh, from- No, no, no um- <laughs> It was actually really dope, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it But while we're talking about Burner Boy, Burner Boy was also the news Yeah, this I was going to play reason. Yeah, yeah, please, please Okay, okay. so, so- <laughs> quick, quick background For those of you who've listened to this podcast You will know that Burner Boy had a very, very highly publicized show in Zimbabwe now, there were some rumors about that stuff that happened behind the scene, but we didn't really have any confirmation until this week. Phil, uh, please go ahead. Cheers, my bro. Cheers, man. Congratulations, Burner from Strong. Oh, so, so for context, um, this was the day before the album dropped. Burner Boy was on Zane Lowe's Apple Music show. So he's speaking to Zane Lowe. For those of you who know, Zane Lowe, very respected journalist, formerly of the BBC, then poached by Apple Music. And here he is discussing with Burner Boy. Strength to strength. Something really jumped out to me in your recent activities, and that was that you played a, a sold-out show at a stadium uh, in Zimbabwe and you made a decision not to let politics enter into your environment, even though there was an incentive to do that. Um, and you made a decision to not, um, let that, let that experience be leveraged for one reason or another. Um, can you just take us a little deeper into that moment of, of, because being such a powerful entertainer and such a strong voice for the community, it makes sense that others would try to reach your audience through you. And you have to have a lot of strength in order to keep that in, in a place where it belongs rather than let it come and influence your process. So how is that experience in, f- for you? For me, it's something I've dealt with my whole career. So it's not anything new for me. I don't know why anyone feels like it's something new. It's something that if you research uh, far enough, you see that I've dealt with this my whole career. Like I've turned down, <laughs> I've turned down, uh, how do I even put this in a, in a way that is nice? But I've turned down things that even greater men than me could not turn down, you know, because I do not want any involvement in politics and trickery. You understand? And I've always made my stance clear where all of that is concerned. So I see no 
using for surprise. Yeah, it's it's not so much a surprise. It's more just how do you maintain your resolve as those as the trickery gets louder, right? Like, we maintain drinking water. It's natural for it's, it's it's something that is who I am. It's just what it is. It's just you get me. If you don't like fish, you don't like fish. <laughs> They're not going to grow and turn sixty years old and say, "Oh, I like fish now." <laughs> So in short, Zanzibar bena edip fe. So I, you know what? I I find I don't like it when people are disingenuous. Fine, Ed didn't. Ed, I mean, um, Bernaboy didn't specifically say I refused to wear the flag or the scarf. But anyone who knows what's up knows that he's saying. I was asked to make a political statement. And Zane Lowe actually asked, like, yo, you were asked to make a political statement and you refused. What political statement is that? We've seen it with several other high-profile people involved with Zimbabweans. We know what's up. We know what that statement is. Like, come on. What do, you, do you think that he was asked to go and do a, a rally or something? Of course not. He was asked to wear a scarf or a flag or something along those lines. So I, I just, I don't like... I've been seeing it online where people are saying, hey, where did Burner Boy say anything about a scarf? I'm like, of course he didn't say a scarf per se, but he said that I, he, he did say that he was pressured to make a political statement and he refused to. So, I mean. But, so, I, I'm not going to lay the blame on men or, or lay questions about him accepting the work because at the end of the day, you're an artist, you're an independent contractor. It's, it's, it's not, um, your responsibility to vet everyone who's paying for you to go to a certain country. Um, ETC, 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 right? And it will keep, we'll remember when the Zimbabwean Lives Matter thing um, was popping off on social media, yeah. Burner Boy was one of the people that actively supported that. He did say so, it. So, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm not going to get into the politics of it all. However, what I also find disingenuous is this story was not widely reported, right? Outside of Hopewell, I, I'm, I'm not sure any other reputable news agencies picked it up, right? Or even spoke on it. It was, it was, it's one of those things where it was said in hushed tones behind closed doors because we know what's up. You know what I mean? But if you don't have concrete evidence, we're in no position to speak on it because A, we're more responsible and B, we don't have security. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Zane Lowe, the types of interviews Zane Lowe does, and he's been doing them for quite some time. A Zane Lowe interview, it's rehearsed. It's like a late night interview. So for those mm. of you that don't know, most people that go on late night shows, and those interviews those are planned. Like they'll sit down with the publicist and the team before they're like, okay, what do we want to talk about? So that's why they always ask like, Hey, so there's something that fun, something funny happened to you last week. The reason why the host knows that is because the guest says, yo, this is a talking point in the same respect. Or, or at least the Burner's guest team. team, the guest team. Yeah. Yeah. Burner's team more than likely for, for, for all the, with all the evidence that's been laid out and, and with the backstory I've given Burner's team more than likely gave the story to Zane Lowe. Because yeah. I'm not sure Zane Lowe can find Zimbabwe. If you just to give him a map of Africa and say, find Zimbabwe, point to Zimbabwe. I don't think he'd know, right? Um, so, <clears throat> I am inclined but, uh, to disagree <laughs> and I'll explain why. Let, let me, so sure. I, the reason why I say this and it's it's been part of the ongoing sentiment with Burner is 
if you'd been if you've been following Burner's career, he's had two very distinct and different phases. In the early stages, he was very much the braggadocious roadman um, who was a mixture of Port Harcourt and London. And then very suddenly, around um, yeah, he became a fella-like revolutionary, not only in sound, but also in politics. So this helps bolster his bona fides as um, someone from the school of fella, someone of the revolutionary thought, not going to be swayed by politics, not going to be bought off type thing. And that's where I started getting a little skeptical. I was like, okay. Interesting, but for those that know, like, why did you think this was a talking point? But anyway, those are my thoughts. Dan, over to you. Sure. So I think, I think um, <clears throat> obviously with his team and his PR team and his management team and so on, there's probably a lot of things that are put out into the ether, into the universe about certain uh, brand directions and strategies and talking points and so on. Like we would be interested in this kind of thing and that kind of thing and so on. But typically, um, at least in my experience, for many of these interviews, what often happens is a brief is sent to, uh, I would imagine a brief would have been sent to Zane Lowe once the booking was done through the agencies and so on, that Burner Boy is going to be on Zane Lowe's show on Apple Music. Um, there would have been a brief sent from Burner Boy's team. This is the story about Burner Boy. He has some key talking points to talk about. Zane Lowe would have done his own research as well. He would have been like, what has Burner Boy done recently? What are some of the interesting things that he's done? Uh, what are some standout shows he's done? I think Zimbabwe would have stood out. It would be like, oh, he did a show in Zimbabwe. Uh, even if I don't know anything about Zimbabwe, that's an interesting enough place for me to do a little bit more research on it. I would imagine that somewhere in the confluence between the two, the brief from Burner Boy's team and the research that Zane Lowe and his team would have done for this interview, there would have been a, oh, here's an interesting talking point that fits right into that confluence. I don't believe, uh, the reason I think that is because Zane Lowe was a little bit wrong. There was no stadium, Right. So, but, but who's doing the research there, Dan? If it was Burner Boy's also, team, I, I doubt he would have used the word stadium. But I mean, ultimately, it doesn't Dan, matter. I think what you and I are saying Dan, are essentially Dan, the Dan, same hold thing. Hold on, hold yeah. on, Dan, Dan, I don't know. But the other thing is, the industry, music, the entertainment industry is smoke and mirrors. Yeah. So, we can joke about it, right? But even if I'm Burner, considering I just did Madison Square Garden, considering I just did wireless, considering I just filled up O2 Arena. Do I want the world to know? Hey guys, I went to Belgravia Sports Club and I performed on a Boozle a Boozle League field. Of no, course the, not. The world will so, know that. And you, you know, you're right. Honestly, in all, uh, when you're saying the story, you're not going to say, "Oh, you just did a show in Zimbabwe where you performed at a sports club called Belgravia, which they converted." I'll just say stadium, whatever. I get that. But mm -hmm. my point is, I don't believe Burner Boy gave Zane Lowe the question. I believe a brief was sent, including chief talking points and things that they're interested in highlighting. And Zane Lowe would have done his own research. But ultimately, that's besides the point. The, the end result is the same, that there is this, this desire to sort of start spreading this message that Burner Boy is this stalwart kind of figure that stands against corruption and the idea that, you know, politics needs to uh, uh, <coughs> capture the artists and so on. Um, I do find it interesting, though, that every time Zimbabwe is mentioned, every time, man. Every time. And, uh, the the reason why I brought this up is um in as much as 
I am a burner boy fan. I'm loving the new album. I love the stadium. I also do have some pause. Um, this recent incident with the shooting, not a great look, very concerning. And had it been an isolated incident, I would have let it be, but it's not. This is the second shooting that, 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 that Ben has been involved in. The it's, other thing is, it's just worth, a few months ago, yeah, Berna, where when him and Shatawale were going back and forth, they were throwing accusations of rape and admitting and joking about it, and it was very, it was. Yes, I remember that. It was terrible. Like there's no other way to put it. So, also, uh, like, humans are complex. You you can have multiple facets to you, and I can understand that. Like you, you can be a political hero, but also be troubled in other ways, and this and the third. But I also just don't want to. I personally, me. 10, 15 years from now, I don't want things to look back, people to look back and be like, yo, you guys are part of excusing this behavior or not highlighting it. Um, it's it's hard to contextualize and understand it in the moment, but yeah, there's there's a lot of facets and factors to, to consider. So th- this is how I see it, um, film. As human beings, we can only work on the information we know. Mm-hmm. Anything that's maybe kind of sort of there's something that could be this or could be that. So, for example, like even that with the story with the shooting, um, there isn't there isn't that much clear information. There's accusations and allegations and defenses and so on. And it and I agree with you. It looks kind of funky under the light, but we can only work with what we know. So we know that R. Kelly was, you know, indicted on such and such issue. So we can have a solid opinion. For someone else, they could be like, nope, even just the news report of this without enough uh, uh, corroboration is enough for me to be done with Burner Boy. Cool. But for me, it's like, yo, I, I don't have enough information, so I'm just going to continue as usual. Until more information comes to light, then I can make a bigger decision or a better decision. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think we should put so much pressure on ourselves to always know everything all the time. Um, some things look shady. Some things look funky. You know, maybe we're, we're keeping our eye on you, buddy. We're keeping our eye until we get to a stage. Or if you're already at a stage where you feel like I'm already done, I'm done now. Cool. But like right now, as things stand, this story about the shooting, I, 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 I'm kind of 50-50. I don't quite know if it's, oh, is this really something? I don't know. Is it something or is it not? I'm not sure. The story you were talking about, a back and forth with Shatawala and Bernard. Again, it's like, this is not great, but I don't know. You know, a couple of more times this kind of thing happens, I can see more and more people saying like, okay, wait, we love his music, but now this is going too far. So I don't think we should put so much pressure on ourselves. Like we must just know everything that everyone is up to. We work with what we know. And so far we are getting a few hints of something that might be shady, but we don't know for sure. When we know, then it, you know, then comes our responsibility to make a decision based on that. Mm. Um, I mentioned earlier that Zimbabwe's name just keeps on coming up and terrible things. I saw a report this week. This is um, road traffic accidents, death rate per 100,000. Zimbabwe is number two in the world. <coughs> that, that tracks. I was actually thinking about it today, but I, did, I didn't want to mull on it because it's just such a depressing and sad thought. And I don't want to just be like using the podcast or social media to rant. But I had to drive into town today. So, I am privileged enough to not have to do that regularly. I, like, I same. 
So whenever I do, it's very jarring because I'm like, how are we living like this? And I almost got into three accidents. Like people just running through red lights, people running through stop signs, people just turning with no indication or nothing. <sighs> so this when is, you say is, that, this, that makes sense. That that tracks. That makes a lot of sense. This is how bad it is. This is how bad it is. All right. So they measure it by death rate per 100,000. So how many people are likely to die from a road accident out of 100,000 people? Zimbabwe is at 63.47 people per 100,000. Second only to to the Dominican Republic. Um, I don't know what the average is, but I can tell you that some of the European countries and so on are in the region of one to two people per 100,000. Zimbabwe is at 63.47. It's, mm. And even reading that, like you're saying, it tracks. Man, the roads are crazy, yo. I, I, I don't I, I think I told you that story of like when I, when I decided I'm, I'm never driving to Borwayo again. I'm flying. Yeah, I think I, I'm also on that. Yeah, I'm also on that mindset. There's something <laughs> dope about road trips, though. But hey, uh, I, I I love road I love road trips. But you know when I have them when I'm in South Africa because in Zimbabwe, ah, that guy's from that Iowa, ah, guys, let's not do that. Mm. By the way, if you're wondering what South Africa is, South Africa is. Let me find it. Please show me a link to this report. I just sent it in the in the 2BT group. Um, South Africa is number 61 with 22 deaths per 100,000. Mm. There, there was an interesting correlation because there was a report that came out, I think it was two months ago, where they were talking about road accidents and road deaths um, as a result of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And South Africa was number one. Look, that's also not completely surprising. Uh, <laughs> South Africa, Zim. I think Southern Africa as a whole, we are so lax when it comes to drinking and driving. Yo, we are number two to DR. At least, at least we are, we're number one in something besides inflation. You know, I mean, we out here. You know, we doing our thing. Ish, but this is bad. <laughs> Yo, Yo, ah, uh, Zimbabwe. Please don't do this to me, man. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Um, let's talk about some Gaga Gaga stories. Why was this website look like it was designed in 1994? <laughs> I don't know. Is that Flash? Is this, a, is this Flash? <laughs> I don't know. This website was uh, made of Joomla, wasn't it, Dan? <laughs> you know, the, the, if you want, I'm going to send you, let me send you the link to the, the World Bank website. <laughs> Where's Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe is there. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Oh no, but the latest figures are from 2019. All right. So yeah, so anyway, that Joomla website is the best place to see right now. Anyway, uh, moving on to Gagaga stories. Um, Speaking of Zimbabwe. Yeah. Um, this week has been interesting on the tweeters. Um, just a lot of Zimbabweans comprising or, or airing their grievances about poor... Service delivery. Um, Dan, have you been seeing the conversation? I have. I have indeed seen the conversation. Um, I had input, but I didn't want to say anything. But yeah. <laughs> no, I, you know what? The reason why I won't ever say anything is because <clears throat> I too have run a business in Zimbabwe. So I I get it. I understand, guys. It's not easy. You know, there, there are certain things that I do get. So, and to that, I understand, like, especially the past few months, I highlighted, like, what I've been struggling with um, mentally. 
and and health wise. So I have I've I've let a few clients down. But when I've when I've let them down, I've communicated with them like, chat guys, I really am sorry. I'm going through it right now. I, I fully intend to to keep my word and, and, and make sure that I I, can, I do right by you, but right now, right? And at the very least, they at least know. Okay, I'm unha- I'm unhappy. I'm not getting the work on time, but at least an explanation has been given. And, and, but they, Phil, wouldn't you say that there's some clients who still wouldn't accept that? They would be like, "Nope, sorry, this is just messed up. I'm mad at you." Blah blah blah. Mm. Oh, sorry. By the way, so for those of you who are wondering what we're talking about, so on the Zimbabwean Twitter streets. Um, it seemed like it was D-Day over the past couple of days because several Zimbabwean businesses <laughs> got pulled out. Um, uh, we had Normandy, my guy. We were storming the we were storming the beaches of Normandy. People were upset. <laughs> they were like, "I've supported this business. I paid them money, and they did ABC, or they disappointed me, or they didn't deliver, or they delivered below quality." And people were like, "Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too." And unfortunately, some of these businesses decided to get snarky with their responses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you Which, know the funny thing is about that one? That's why I kept quiet. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know I, I kept quiet about that because the complaint. I'm not. Gonna, we're not going to mention names, but the complaint against that business is a long-standing complaint. You know, and it's actually hit home to me because there was a time I wanted to support that business, and you mm-hmm. you you know the type of the the type of clothes I like to wear, the type of jackets and shirts I like to buy. Because yeah. yeah. wherever I can, I try to buy local. Mm-hmm. So I hit up this person. I'm like, yo, these are my measurements. What what you got? Or what can you make in my size? And I send that to a lot of tailors. And they usually just hit me up and say, okay, I, I can get this fabric. This is the cost. These are the timelines. I'm like, boy, do your thing. And I'm used to it. I'm also used to them saying, I'll be done by Friday. I'm like, it's cool. I'll come on Wednesday. Because I'm giving them a buff. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. I don't know. The last thing I also want is is a rush job where the stitching is off. The You know what I mean? Yeah. Stop fitting right. So let's take time. This person blue ticked me. I, I messaged again. They got blue tick. Shout out to, uh, shout out to, shout out to, to madam. One day I get a call. I'm like, yo, there's a delivery for you. She's like, yeah, something, some, something she's getting dropped off. The delivery arrives. Guess what it is? It's, it's, it's fashion from homie. And I'm like, ah, how did you get? And I've been trying to get from this dude. I'm just like, I don't know, maybe I just got a pretty face. I don't know. <laughs> so it, it personally, it, it it's home because I I love, I, I love the jackets. But every time I wear them, I'm always just reminded like, confess you, I got to run my mind. Because I was going to place an order for like five or six of those bad boys. But I'm never going to support that again because to this day, still no reply. So when people are messaging and complaining about not getting the items or not getting a response, I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right because I, I went through that myself. Uh, but yeah, and then we've got the other one, um, a confectionery, say a fast food eatery, confectionery, a custom kitchen. I think that's, that's the way to put it. Um, they also post, they, they have lovely images on their socials. I mean, ah, just, it looks, it looks, it looks, it looks, it looks I've I'm eaten food from my mouth. Before. Phil, we can we can talk about what we saw on social media, surely. But anyway, yeah, no, let's not. No, okay, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be honest. Like people, people will know, but like if if people are in the know, they'll know. Um, and then there was people started posting. Yeah, this is what you. This is what they show you on Instagram. This is what we get. So one person posted, and then another person was like, "Yeah, me too." Then another one was like, "Yeah, me too." Then the third one was like, "Yeah, me too." And then. 
the people who are either affiliated with this brand or friends with the brand were now just dismissing and saying, ah, no, you guys are being haters. No, whenever I've ordered, it's good. I've, I've, I've eaten food from there before, Philip, and it was dope. And you know, how, like did you was, how did you find it? it no, it was at, uh, I, I don't know if it was at Queen of Hearts Market or it was at some event and I remember seeing them there and I had some food and it was fine. Like it was nice. So, but, but that's a different, that's in a different environment and a different yeah. scenario because preparing at a market in an external kitchen versus preparing with your home kitchen and setting out for delivery. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. So there's another thing. And then now this, uh, this brand I'll mention by name. I don't mind because Rocco Mamas, every time I go to you guys, you always mess up my orders every time. It's a guarantee. So I was going through, I was, I was having a little, a tough day um, the other day, dad. And I was like, yo, I'm craving a waffle. I really want a waffle. However, the only places where I can get good waffles are, uh, Veldemir's, um, classic desserts and Rocco Mamas. But I'd stop going to Rocco Mamas because they kept messing up my order. At the time, Veldemir's and classic desserts are close. So I'm like, I, I'm just going to have to bite. You know what I mean? Let me go to Rocco Mamas. I ordered my waffle. I get a burger. The burger, to, to their credit, the burger wasn't really nice. I'm now eating the waffle and I ordered a classic waffle. Classic waffle is just plain waffle. They put a little bit of icing sugar. They put some syrup on it. That's how I like my waffle. And then I throw some ice cream on. And they, they put it in halves, right? First half, fine. The second half of the waffle happens to have sprinkles on it. All right. I didn't order a sprinkle. That's weird. As I'm eating it, I notice it's considerably colder than the other waffle. Also a bit soggier. So at this point, I've realized, oh, these guys, clearly someone ordered a waffle, either didn't eat it or returned it. And they were like, yeah, we're not throwing that away. Just keep that for, for, for some sap that we can sell to later. And I will say, I will say, every time I've eaten at Rocco Mama's, I've thought, geez, Louise, this food is great. I, their burgers are dope. Rocco, Rocco Mama's are at it. Yeah. Every time mm. I've ordered a burger at Rocco Mama's, I'm like, yo, this is dope. Because, you know, you'd be expecting fast food. I just need food. I'm just getting food. But it's like, I felt it was dope every time I've had it. Which isn't Man, granted, keep in mind, too many Rocco, times, but every time I have. Rocco Mama's is pricey though, Dan. Keep in mind, for fast food, Rocco Mama's is very pricey. They, that's, but yeah, that's, that's why it hasn't been that many times. So, <laughs> that's this isn't the so first time this has happened. Times. And I just realized, I just realized that the, the service at Rocco Mama's is just perennially bad for me. There's been times I've gone there and they've given me an eaten waffle where there were bite marks and it's taken out of the waffle. I will say this, the, the service is always sometimes, you know, and the, and the, yeah, sometimes the customer service is a little bit mm. iffy. Um, but the food for me has always made up for it. Anyway, I, I, I don't bring this out to, to, to brag on that. I'm just saying, yeah, guys, do better, man. Come on, do better. I think, um, but so I, I like think you said earlier, Phil, yeah, yeah, just like you said earlier, Phil, like we get it. You know what? Um, if you're running a business in Zimbabwe, it's so difficult because you got to deal with Zimura, I mean, with Zimra, you got to deal with um, freaking uh, other, other vendors <laughs> and Zimura, other vendors that need to deliver and, it's, it gets so frustrating sometimes. So it does happen that sometimes you don't deliver on time or sometimes you disappoint your clients a little bit and all of that. That will happen. And I think 
to be 100% honest, I think most Zimbabweans will understand. All it takes is communication. If you said, I'm going to deliver to you five hoodies by Friday, and meanwhile, your, your fabric is stuck at the border because you are trying to import it and Zimra hasn't cleared it and what? Sending a message on Friday saying, hi, I know I'm supposed to deliver five hoodies to you today. However, I've had a, a little bit of a mix up with Zimra. Uh, I'm really sorry about that. They'll be delivered on Wednesday. Something like that. I promise you 99% of people will be fully understanding. They'll be like, I bet got you. But if you keep quiet and then they call you out, then you're all like, hey, haters, hey, what, 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 what? Ah, I think better to find a job than to start a business is what I'm saying. Um, all right, let's move on, shall we? Some more talking points for us to discuss. Um, Dad, so we're, Philip, going we gonna go? we're going to Formula One. We're going to Formula One. We're going, bro. We're let's going. Go, let's go. Vroom, vroom. I need to call. Let me try and call someone. This is someone I've never called on the podcast before. So he Who lives. Calling? I'm calling. I'm calling blessing. He literally lives on Kailami. Ah, uh, my man. My man better turn his house into an Airbnb. He did. That was the whole reason. He was like, "Yo." <laughs> uh, come on, Bule. How far? Ah, no pull in these streets. No pull in these streets. All right. Anyway, long story short, uh, the South African Grand Prix is going to be happening in Kyle Army. Uh, Johannesburg. Ah, caveat, Dan. Caveat, Dan. Caveat. So this is this story has not been confirmed by any other platforms, and this account has been tweeting some dodgy facts, but it did get the streets a buzzing. It has been confirmed, uh, Philip. It's been confirmed by a lot of different places. And not only that, it's please show been me. something Please show me. Please show me, Dan. Um, please show me, Dan. Okay. So first of all, this has been a, an, an in, the, in the pipeline thing for years, right? It's been, a, it's, it's, it's been a, a question of when, not if. That very soon, Grand Prix, we're looking for yeah. Formula One coming through to, to Kailami in South Africa. I'm going to send you a... A, a link to Car Magazine and their article on it. Um, Dan, I'm looking at all the reputable Formula One platforms that have reporters in the paddock. None of them have confirmed it. Car Magazine is taking it from this. I'm not trusting course, Car Magazine. Yeah, and, but I mean, it's not, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. You know what I mean? No, and no, the no, Dan. I'm... Uh, no, in fact, Dan, they quote this. Ah, oh, this is terrible reporting. <laughs> Car Magazine is quoting this Twitter account as their source. Come on, guys. <laughs> Journalism is dead. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. So, to be fair, like Phil said, it hasn't 100% been confirmed. But yeah, I, it's more than likely. Yeah. yeah. I so, think that's if, right. you fo- if, you follow, if you follow Formula One, They've been talking about it for years. It's been on the t- uh, the, t- the pipeline. Um, essentially, the long story is Formula One, they need to grow their audience as big as possible. Up until the Saudi Arabians and Netflix saved them, Formula One was in a death spiral. So they've only really started to capture the zeitgeist of popular culture again in the last two or three years. I've been a pretty long time Formula One fan, but... It's been, it's actually been really fun to see, especially like on Twitter, 
I remember the days when I used to watch Formula One before before the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I wouldn't even bother tweeting because I didn't even know who watched it. Now all my friends watch it. I'm like, you watching it too? You watching it too? Oh, snap, damn. So, and they always call me up like, oh, Phil, what's going on? You know what I mean? So I, I, I get to explain and contextualize. So I am really happy for that. However, what's, I think the sticking points are, are going to be the pricing and the sponsors. The same account, F1 Paddock, said the tickets are likely to cost 5,000 rand, which is 300 euros, which is BS. Because I know for a fact, grandstand tickets, if you get them from the source, as opposed to buying from resellers, you can get them for around 100 to 150 euros. Mm-hmm. And considering South Africa is a developing market, if you are trying to fill up stands, and selling tickets for 5,000 rand, there's no way, no way, especially considering, um, I don't know if you've been to any like um, racing events outside Zimdan, but usually the way they're structured is, yes, they're slightly high priced, but they're priced right reasonably enough so that they, they limit who gets in. But once you get in, you spend more at the venue because the, the, the rationale here is once you get into the, the race course, you, you're going to spend money buying the official team merchandise. You're going to spend money buying the replica cars or buying, um, mementos and stuff like that. But if I'm already limiting you at the gate, that's not going to happen. So you, you're seriously reducing your ability to make money. Keeping in mind, Last Grand Prix, Austrian Grand Prix, they did 350,000 over the weekend. Silverstone, two weeks ago, they did 300,000 over the weekend. These are the numbers the FIA and Formula One expect. There's no way you're going to do 300,000 in Kailami if you're selling tickets for 5,000 Rand. Hmm. Hmm. So, well, you know, let's, let's hope that the, 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 the figures of the price of the tickets are off. I would not pay 5,000 Rands. Uh, no. Yeah. So maybe like one point five, you know? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And this is this is me now. This is not me quoting a report. This is my thinking. But I think the fact that Russia the Russian race was taken off the calendar has necessitated uh, an addition because the FIA has been trying to get to twenty five races a season. Um you'll recall during the pandemic, I don't know if you watched, but like Baku, they did it twice. And so one week they were going Round clockwise, the next week they're going anti-clockwise because so many tracks, especially that time, Australia wasn't on the map uh, thing on the calendar anymore. So South Africa has an opportunity here. Um, I hope they take it, but also, you know, capitalism. But it's going to be fun. We're going to have fun, Dan. Woo! Race! Vroom, vroom, vroom. Chad, the last Grand Prix I was at was a Shanghai in 2008. You say yeah, the last Grand Prix. I don't even watch it. On, Phil, you know how I feel. There's too many sports. There's too many sports. We need to distill them down to three or four sports for everyone because it's too much. That, I can't keep I up with everything. That's that, that's what I do. I, I literally only watch. I don't even watch football that much. Anymore. I just watch Liverpool games or Liverpool highlights. I watch NBA highlights and I once a month I watch a full game. I don't watch the NFL anymore. I barely watch tennis because Serena seeing flames. Uh, what else do I watch? Formula One. That's it. Basketball. In fact, Formula One is probably the only thing I watch religiously. NBA. What other sports do I watch? No, NBA, I watch Basketball. highlights. I, I only watch oh, like, okay, cool, cool. yeah, but 
I watch highlights most of the time. It's only once in a while I'll watch a game because I don't want to disrupt my sleep schedule, man. I'm too old now. Like if I disrupt my sleep schedule, I'm gone for like the next two, three weeks. It's all out of whack. So I'll just, I'll just record and then I'll wake up at like 5 a.m., which is the time I normally wake up and I'll just speed through the game, which is another top tip. If you ever want to watch a sporting event, never watch it live. Always watch it with like an hour delay. By the time it, the match ends, you'll have caught up to live TV. That's American sport. Even with Formula One, with Formula One, I wait for I, I wait an hour and then I watch because there's always going to be a yellow flag. Sometimes it's going to be a red flag. There's always going to be a bit of a delay. And by the time I'm I'm done watching the race, I've caught up to live TV because even after the race, there's like ten fifteen minutes of just pointless content. No, so that, just speed that's, that's, that. that's the, the 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 suspense, you know. The, mm. Speaking of Liverpool, by the way, did you see the Zimbabwean? There's a young Zimbabwean, 17 years old. His name's Isaac Mabaya, who was called to train with the first mm-hmm. team for Liverpool. Well done, no, Isaac. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Jürgen Klopp was like, come through with us. Let's go train together. He wasn't part of the squad that lost 4-0 to Manchester United, but he was mm. in the team that travelled. My guy, we don't, I don't, we, that's another thing. Yo, man, you fans, it's preseason. We don't care. You would care if you won. I'll tell you that much. I, I, Dan, I genuinely tell you, we don't care. You know, although, you know, like the super cups, those cups where they go to Dubai or where we had to go to like the club world cup and all those other weird cups when you're on tour in Taiwan and shit. I don't care. I don't even count them. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Cool. 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 All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, I see you have some info here about some uh, streams, album sales, streams, etc., uh, etc. Et you want to break so it down for us? Th- there's a com- there's a company called Illuminate, formerly MRC Data. They were bought out by Billboard last year, so they recently re- released their well, not recently, like literally just before recording. So I was reading it uh, before we recorded. That's why I was late. Um, the the, the mid year report. I was just seeing some some interesting factoids. So, um. They had a stat about like how language travels, but it was in reference to America. Um, and they were like, there's a lot of congruence between like what Americans listen to and what Canadians listen to. And in certain respects, what Mexicans listen to, which tracks because like it's all in English and you know, the cultural hegemony. And they're like, what people listen to in Australia is very similar to what people listen to in New Zealand. Um, and then they ranked them. But then there was this massive difference between what people listen to in South Africa versus America, which I found interesting, but that's from the reference of Americans listening to Africa or vice versa, which is a good and a bad thing, which, which shows that in as much as when we grew up, what America listened to, we listened to, it's now diverged. Where now what America's listening to is not necessarily what we're listening to because though we might be saying Janos is taking over or Afrobeats is taking over, not to America, you know what I mean? It's still very niche, still growing. And that shows a lot of potential for growth, but it's also good to see like, you know, globalization and so forth, you know, we're all a global village, Dan, we're a global village. Yeah. Other interesting factor that I noticed is I thought Morgan Wallen was canceled, Dan. You, you know the Morgan Wallen story? I do not. Morgan Wallen last year got drunk and he was abusing his Uber driver and he dropped the N-word a, a, a lot of times. And then he got dumped by his record label and they tried to shadow ban him on streaming platforms, but they couldn't because obviously he still had rights. But I thought he was canceled, right? 
Mm-hmm. Ever since then, my man's been doing nothing but putting numbers on the board. He had the second biggest single of last year. According to this report, he's got the sixth biggest album of this year so far. And he's performing at the Country Music Awards. So I don't even, I don't he's even a know. He's a, he's, a, he's a country artist, is he? Yeah. So here's a top tip for artists. If you want your career to take over, insult black people and start making country music. Another interesting factoid. Um, Future dropped his album two months ago. Already, the one of the biggest songs on streaming, number eight in the top ten list. Wait for you, featuring who? Thames. Yo, Thames. Thames, bruh. <laughs> Thames. Why? For, for, for a married man, you really are thirsty. Yo. No, no, no. This is... This is looking from a distance and appreciating. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another, 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 one of the biggest songs on YouTube. Number nine is CK Love Noir TT. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. Considering how long ago it was released as well. That's, those numbers are ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, man, some interesting findings. The other one is that, um, Boomplay. They they released earlier this week that Kiss Daniel has now generated 300 streams. Those are ridiculous numbers. And I think a lot of those are, are down to the numbers Booga Booga is doing because that song is huge. Monstrous. Monstrous. That, did you see uh, George Ware dancing to it? <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, I saw. I saw. Ah, but that song is, is huge it's, and it's dope too and it's got a fun video and a fun lyric video and that's it's a dope song and I mean, dope mm. all around promotion around it. Uh, moving on, mm. while we are talking, ga, 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 ga. shout out to Zimbabwean producer Darlington, 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 aka Young DLC, who made the news this week uh, after signing a contract with South African label Next Music. Mm. Um, he says, I'm excited and energized by this deal with Next Music. I'm looking forward to releasing music with an international focus. I think it's most artists' ambitions to move into different regions. To me, it represents growth. This is when you were speaking to H Metro. That's really dope because I remember young DLC when he was making EDM remixes of Zimbabwean songs, trying to get placements, trying to get play and so on. Then he started linking up with different artists and making a different sound. He makes a lot of like very uh, high energy pop EDM slash, you know, sounding beats. And, uh, you know, he, he made uh, one of Ja Praise's best songs, in my opinion. Um, I've now forgotten what it's called. Shoviang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh with with Darlington, Darlington, Darlington. And he recently did that uh collaboration EP with Brian K. So yeah, mm-hmm. love to see it. We love to see it. Well done, congratulations on your deal. I hope it gives you a links to in the international artists that you're looking for, and I hope you make money out of it, and I hope you read the contract, buddy. Okay. Right. No, well, uh, I was checking them out. Um, that label is also Tando and Dooley. She, she just dropped a, a dope project last week, and also I'm forgetting his name. He's a he's a um, a Grammy winning flutist. Um, I actually got some photos of him. Um, I went to one of his performances a few years back. I remember his name just now. But yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do there. What they do there, you know, Dan. Actually, it's been a while. I think someone brings us back because. We haven't been walking a minute. Mm. 
my brothers and sisters. Mm. It's all about divine energy, the numbers, the numerology, higher frequency. And you know, we know it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without some knowledge to step to, step to, step to. But we're back again, courtesy of our brother. Lucius, I mean Terrence, Terrence Howard. Lucius Lyon. Uh, my, my brother was recently in the motherland. He's right now in Uganda. And he had an audience with Museveni last night, Dan. Did you see it? And he was talking numbers, he was talking big game. He was talking about how he's going to save the planet. Because he's a hero. He's going to take pollution down to zero. zero. Let's cut mm. over to that footage. You know, I was born Terrence Deshaun Howard. I've become an actor, you know, I've been nominated for Oscars and Golden Globes and and SAG Awards, but those weren't the things that really moved me. As a child, I studied chemical engineering at Pratt Institute, was there for two years until I saw that there was an inconsistency with the math there. And so I went out to explore a new way of understanding how the universe works, and I was able to define the grand unified field equation they've been looking for and put it into geometry. And then with that geometry, I was able to put props on that. And what I'm saying is now we have invented a new form of flight that I would like to bring here to Uganda to replace the drones, to replace the helicopters, to replace the planes. We've already, we have all the funding necessary. Mm. What we need is just a fertile ground in which to build this. Now, this is the geometry of hydrogen. Of? Of hydrogen. Hydrogen. This is the proton itself. Mm. So any bond that hydrogen can make, our linchpins are able to make. So we're talking about unlimited bonding. Unlimited predictable structures, supersymmetry, and the linchpins are now able to behave as a swarm, as a colony that can defend the nation, that can harvest food, that can remove plastics from the ocean, that can give the children of Uganda, the people of Uganda, an opportunity to spread this and to sell these products throughout the world so we are no longer just selling agricultural products and pieces from the land. We can now sell and take center stage with technology but the main purpose is for to defend the sovereignty of a peaceful place and a peaceful people without having to have our young men lose their lives so much to digest my brother so much to digest Where he's figured it out the knowledge he solved it the numeration figured it out you know, one one thing that I love about my brother Terrence Howard is he solved the problem of flight. He said, right now there's an issue with jet fuel, Dan. You see the prices going up. You see the airports clogged. But what has my brother done? He solved that problem with hydrogen. And he was like, you know what? I'm not going to these venture capitalists in the West, these white devils. No, 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 my brother. I'm going to Africa, to the motherland, where they have a fertile environment to fund my projects. They have the technology, the resources, the capabilities to help me replace the drones. Because we know drones run on fuel, Dan. Did you know that? You fuel up your drone, Dan. Okay, the same fuel in your drone is in your car. Think about it. 
He's like, I'm not going to take these billions of dollars that I could get for solving this massive world problem. No, 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 no. I could be the next Elon Musk. I could be the next Tesla. But no, I want to be Terrence Howard from Uganda. That's what's up, my brother. That's what's up. I also love the fact that he's doing so much to eradicate pollution. He's cleaning up the sea, even though Uganda is a landlocked country. That's genius. It's genius, my brother. The thing is, Phil, Phil, don't let yourself be bound or limited by simple geography. What what are you? Some kind of slave? Come on, get out of here, man. Don't follow the geography, geometry. Don't follow none of that. Get out of here, man. My man just figured out the grand equation. (laughs) Whatever equation that was. A A squared is equal to B squared plus C squared. I mean, E equals MC squared. Yes, sir. Mm, I ain't no squared. He ain't no squared. That's what's up. Man, we look forward to these developments. You know what I mean? As we closely follow this, and keep in mind, my brothers and sisters, that Akon is starting the Bitcoin city in Uganda as well. So Uganda is now the hotbed for technological revolution. The next Silicon Valley is in Kampala. That's what's up. Kampala. Oh my God! Okay, listen. No, Philip. Let's let's wrap this up, please. Let's, let's wrap this up. Uh, anything on movies and television? New Dave Chappelle. I watched that. Yeah, did you watch that, it? Yeah, but it was it was just oh, his, his speech from. Uh, I think we actually mm-hmm. talked about it on the podcast some time back when he when he uh, when there was that school that wanted to name the the the, car, yeah, yeah. the like the art center after him, and then there was big backlash, and he was like, "Nah, don't name it after me." And then he gave like a speech. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus the new Bill Burr I have not uh, I have good. not But I look forward to it uh, That's good You need to watch that Thor Have you watched Thor I have not Philip um, <laughs> I'm a little sad That I haven't um, But uh, you, Oh By the way Philip Philip um, You know the other segment That we said we must introduce Joke mm, my memory What the, the We outside Yes let me let, let me let me jog your memory with music. I should have loaded this up before. Oh my goodness! Uh, ah, okay, okay. The you know you know the one the one where we are going to do stuff like this. You know, as I load it up, you know, Philip, the one, the one, the one, the one, mm, the one we are going to do, which is about. Um, you know, this is great. This stuff. is great for listeners. This is great for listeners. They love this. I'm sure listeners are loving this right now. I think they will love it because they can see the magic being made. You said you outside, but you ain't that outside. Worldwide hoodie with the mask outside. In case you forgot how we act outside. So if only we had the skills like to take that audio and cut it and then put it on a device it. that had like a soundboard or something where you just tap the button. If only if, we could. Oh, if only we had such a device, actually. 
Yeah, if only we had two of these devices in both of our respective what? offices. One each, if only. <laughs> so, Philip, this weekend, uh, this weekend is a big international concert again. Um, mm. We've got uh, Bukle and mm-hmm. Chico coming through to Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chico's gonna do how many songs? <laughs> he's got lots of songs. Count them bad. Then he's going to do the Count Tempel acoustic version. He's going to do Count Tempel drill version. And then... Why, why, is, why, why is he Portuguese all of a sudden? Like, why is he from Mozambique? What's going on? He's doing the Passata version. The pa- the pas- Hello, I'm, I'm, I'm Chico. I'm doing Count Tempel. Hey, do follow? Hey, do. Hey, do. Hey, do. Hey. Hey. Count so, Chico and, uh, and uh, The reason we're here is because there's a big concert to celebrate the launch of Hilary Makaya, Zimbabwe's premier model, I guess. Uh, her new brand, M- MKY or Mkai, or I don't know how to say it, Bute, uh, her new skincare range. That's what I was, that's what I'm bringing up to ask. Are we going? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be there. You know me. I do, I do not have enough clout to be uh, to have been invited. I have literally never encountered worry, interacted with Hillary Makaya. Um, Let's go then. Let's go. Don't worry. Just come to the crib. We'll go together. I got you. You know, Alex I mean, these are my Club. people. It's uh, also on the lineup: Takura, Kiki, Badass, Holy Ten, and Natio. I mean, that's not a bad lineup, you know. Yeah, that's why I want to go. I just want to. Yeah, I, I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen Takura in a while because I missed him, but I'm plugged. I want to see Nati outdoors because I haven't seen Nati outdoors yet. Um, so yeah, let's go, bro. Let's go. We're there, Philip. Uh, let me be honest with you. I think this is a good time for you. Like you know, since I went the last time, then you go this time. No, I, I, I know that we, was because I wasn't well. Yeah, I'm also. I've, I'm feeling a little coffee right now. Winter's ending, Dan. I know. Now's so the time. I, I want to be ready for when we. Let's see. I don't know. You know, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that's happening this weekend. So it's our back outside segment. Want to see what's happening. So this is one of the things that's happening. Uh, Philip will have perhaps both of us, maybe. Oh, did you, did you see, did you see Nasty C's coming? No, I didn't. Wait, August 28th. Fiesta, August 28th. Oh, yes. I actually know. Wait. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, nice, nice, nice. So nice, there's yeah. there's gonna be Devon Gogo August eighth. Then there's gonna be Nasty. Yeah, one other way. Think and fast from that. Think and fast. Pause. But but August twenty eighth <laughs> is also unplugged. So that's gonna be interesting. Oh, but I would say those are very different audiences. I agree, but I think I think there's 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 gonna be some. Some crossover in and the Venn diagram. And, the, you know? the, the, and there's also there's also different times. So for this unplugged, what time did they end? Yeah, I left maybe at about ten ish. But Sunel had already done his set, right? Yeah. Sunel had Sunel let me see. Sunel had done his set and then I think um TK Beats was playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so, left. I left before like the Ness, official close. Ness is of not the touching. Ness is not touching the stage to like ten eleven. There's no more curfew anymore, so Ness is going to be there like at ten eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suppose it could be an unplugged then then Fiesta event. Let's see. Let's see. But Let's also, see. they're different demographics because Fiesta is very much for the youth, the youth dem. I, I am with you, but I think there's a lot of people who will want to see Nasty C. Mm, me included. Yeah, same. 
All right, let's check out some new music, Philip. Some new music. Um, so I was playing this earlier for you. This is a Zimbabwean rapper by the name of Boy Nino. He has Calvin on the hook. For those of you who know Zimbabwean music and you know about Calvin, uh, we unfortunately lost Calvin a couple of years ago. Calvin, the, the legendary rapper from Bloweo. So I don't know if the if this is a sample or they've been holding on to this since then or whatever the case is, but it's Boy Nino, Rayo Beats, and Calvin on this song called Dankim Dali. And it's actually quite a vibe. Hit lamp. Rayo Beats. Yeah. I'm in the cup with the baddest team. I got two sides of yeah, I'm yeah. They always hear, but they wanna see. Talk of the neck, no any flee. Nigga, to be honest, I've been doing way too many strokes. Yeah. What you know about taking care of your mom? Hey, hey, I want a German auto. They got a problem, pop em. Ain't no lotto, whatever you doing, these niggas gon' follow They want it easy, they want to mail it But tell the winning, I'm a ding, I'm telling People ingredients, ay, thing I won't tell them You got a dream, then you got to work I thank God, but I don't got a church They want to hate, different the merch I want the power, without the surge Take me to class, when she give me brain So many hurdles, gotta stay in my lane One tap tap hands, one pang you Yeah so yeah, um, Boy Nino, Calvin Rayo Beats, Dankim Dali. Uh, it sounds like uh, he ate this up with a folk. It's quite bad. So yeah. <laughs> Something else. I need to listen to that again. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to listen to it again before I give commentary. I don't trust, yeah, I don't yeah. trust your speakers anymore. Oh, no, no, no. So in, in my opinion of the song as a whole, um, like it's it's okay. I I, I kind of like Calvin on the hook, you know. I'm, yeah, nah, there's, there's a yeah. There's a few points I heard his flaws. Like, mm. yeah, his verses. Uh, you missed the beat there, buddy. But I, I I I do like the like the whole drill beat and everything on there. It's pretty dope. Here's um something new from Novi Keys. Novi Keys. Uh, I think we last heard him on that collaboration with XQ. Presidente. This song is called Amanda Novi Keys. Zimbabwean Sain Sain. I'm guessing it was done by Spread Fingers? Yeah. Tell me what you want me to I go give it to you my baby 
So earlier when I when I was sampling it earlier, Phil said, "Was that the new?" Oh, oh no, we've lost Phil briefly. But anyway, I'll, I'll give you my my take on this. Earlier when we were playing the song, Phil was like, "Is that the new Saudi Soul?" Uh, and no, it's not. It's a Zimbabwean artist by the name of Novi Keys, and it does kind of sound like uh, something that wouldn't be from Zim, but it's a pretty dope tune. I I think so. All right, next up we've got uh, something brand new from Bev City. Bev City makes uh, some. Hello, Philip. You've returned. Hello, buddy. Yes, that was a great song. I love it. <laughs> Lovely. I'm going to play the next one. This is Bev City. Check it out. It's called Vanupenga. Yeah. Yeah. That's really worth it. Shande Gordo, you know, feeling out. I know. Saka Uriwega, Uriwega. that new Bev City. It's called Vanupenga and apparently it's a tribute, uh, some homage to the late legend James Chimombe from Bev City. But it's, it hasn't done very well. Like it's got very few views and so on and and it's kind of uh, maybe not surprising but Bev City, I mean he had a couple of hits a couple of years ago and then sort of went a little quiet. So Kutaf mm. Kutrikine um, I have the new Shasha and uh, um, Amifaku. Amifaku. We could play that as a closing song, think, unless you have one already. I think let's. I think let's play it as a closing song. I, I, I've just. I, I, I just want to go through some some quick songs that I came across that. Yep, yep, yep. That I said I've just rediscovered my love for music. Then, um, and this 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 is one of my favorites. <laughs> This is Guilty Beats with Twitch Forever, Mr. Hudson. Listen to this sound, Dan. Listen to this. What do you think, Dan? What do you think? I like it. You said Guilty Beats and Mr. <laughs> Hudson. Guilty Beats and Mr. Hudson. That's dope. <laughs> There's a song by Jeremy Loops from your yeah, yeah. from your soon to be Musha. 
Philip, you are very pop, very popular, ne? Subscribe to the Two Broke Trippers playlist to get this. This is another bang of a track, right? This is from my man Munga K, straight out of Kenya. No, sorry, Zambia. Munga's from Zambia. Feeling nice, rocking nice. Think your fake kindness will suffice. I've been dreaming for so long. Been down and out, but singing songs. Give me peace, give me pleasure. No one ever seems to help her. Ain't that strange? I think it is. But she said, baby, that's just showbiz. I'ma write these wrongs tonight, these wrongs tonight, these wrongs tonight. I'ma write these wrongs tonight. So that that was that was uh, Munga K. Once again, get get all these new songs on the playlist. Here's a song called Umshlaba Wako by Citizen Deep featuring Kosozana daughter. Dan, have you heard this jam? Why are you insulting us, Philip? With what? Umshlaba Wako. Even you, Umshlaba Wako. About the new PD, the Ghost uh, project, I went. I went and listened to the whole project. Um, really feeling some of the jams. He's got a song there called Kumnandi, which is Zisekai, Mandisa, and Takmani and Ryan Synth. Have you heard this one? Yeah, it's, it's yes, but it's not new. <laughs> but it's dope. Well, anyway, it's new to me. <laughs> 
Shen and the Speaking of that, you know, I don't know. Um, this SK had dropped a whole project, bro. Oh snap! We missed that. Like, yeah, we have to talk about that. And SK is no, got a dope album. I was listening album. to. I was listening to it yesterday, man. I'm I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're anyway, right. Anyway, we are now joined by our German correspondent Dan for our outside segment. Please play the bumper. We are going back outside. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> because because you need to remember that. Um, yeah, yeah. And we back outside. You said you outside, but you ain't that outside. Worldwide hoodie with the mask outside. In case you forgot how we act outside. We're back outside. What's up, guys? So we're not close. We now cross over to Germany, where someone was attending a festival that featured the eggs of Whiskey, Larry mm-hmm. Poe, Stone mm-hmm. Boy, and more. Tell us, how was it? So, first of all, um, some of these artists didn't show up, and what? I was very upset. Wait. You're telling me this happens in Europe? <laughs> Can you imagine? And I was like, was this a black organizer? No, it was a white organizer. My sister, I don't like how you were trying to imply that somehow white organizers are better. I don't even understand what you're trying to do over here. And it wasn't even small people that didn't show us. So Rema, they said visa issues, but he was performing in the UK on the same weekend. I was like, hmm. Well, the the UK is not in Europe. I'm sure you're aware. I'm I'm very aware, but it's easy to get an visa. No longer Schengen, but it's never been Schengen, actually. It's never been yeah, it's never been, but it's not hard to get a EU visa. Like, guys, to and you, Ira, to Ira you. didn't show up. Um, Loje mm. didn't show up. Omale didn't show up. I was very sad. Okay, who showed up? <laughs> so this is they this, put this the cut out the first act, event. which is very sad because no one was there yet. The very first act at two p.m. on uh-huh. a Saturday. I was, can you imagine? Uh, did you say so to do something for? Did you say to show us? Did you say no, to show us? But, but like they were in VIP, so some of us don't. <laughs> I, I don't oh, get wow. to see that. Okay, had your name dropped us? Had you, I, I'm, actually, I'm actually serious. Had your name dropped us? You could have been upgraded, but you don't think forward. Had you literally said, "Think oh, just just FaceTimed us," Jao would have let you in, or Doctor Duda. <laughs> if I had known these things. Next time, next time. But it's okay. It was also an Afrobeats festival. And Germany is very West African dominant, right? When it comes to black people. So nobody knew Mikasa. Even the fact that Erica Badu was there, who was probably the highest paid in the festival. People were like, who the heck is she? They literally went on a toilet break to prepare for Davido when Erica was performing. How dare oh. That's So Erica was doing love of my life to no one. I mean, they were people there, but people didn't know the songs. Well, you know what? We will fight them on the beaches. And I'm sure you, prefer, you as a chakra, honey, you are definitely offended. You're like, this is my queen. How dare you like, disrespect? Erica will, is we, performing. They're like, who's Erica? She's performing for the video so we can get food during that time. We will fight them on the landing grounds. <laughs> but it was nice. It was nice. And um, apparently Erica also doubles as a DJ. So the next day she performed somewhere. And she was DJing, <laughs> and it was well, half she's, bad. She's but yeah. because it's Erica, we love her. So you went to that thing as well. 
Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I mean, when in Rome, right? Did you take some selfies with her? No. Um, I took selfies with TXC and Major Leagues. That was fun. Major League. It's Major League. One. That's true. Yeah, Major League. But funny Ooh, enough, like, no shade yes, whatsoever. The, the TXC set was so good. And they opened for Major League. Um, but the TXC set was like up here. Mm, of course, you'd, um, of course, you'd say that woman. <sighs> I didn't even know the opening for them because TXC was at the festival and Major League was at the after party. Uh, and TXC at the festival once again, West African dominant festival. People use that to go on a toilet break after Fireboy. So, uh, how was Fireboy? So good, probably the best performance in my opinion. Everyone will say Davido, but that for me, Fireboy was better than Davido. Did he bring out Ed Sheeran? No, he brought out Ladipo, which is even better. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Wasn't Ladipo supposed to be there anyway? I was Ladipo in the lineup. I know he was, <laughs> but my point is, <laughs> I, I love me some Ladipo. Yo, Ladipo, I don't feel. I know Ladipo for years. Man, I kept missing these people. Like, even in the, the place Erica was performing, someone was like, oh, yeah, Rihanna's staying in this hotel. I was like, where did you see her? Like, she was in the reception. Can you believe? Like, I was just in the right places, but just not seeing the people. And then if you I had seen you. them, what would you have done? Taken a selfie and shown off. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? So I mean, the fact that I saw Alicia Keys yesterday as well. Like, I've, I'm, I've been on a high this whole week. What was Alicia okay. doing? Oh no, she was performing. I went to a concert. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. cool, cool. I know we're outside. Hey, they, they be outside. I, mean, I thought weekend. we were outside. Ah, no, I'm outside ah, this, for real. Did you yes, outer, 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 outer. Did Did you hear the new Toby Nguyen where Philip? I did. I uh, no, not yet. I have not had a chance to become millionaire. Yeah. Uh, also, wait, Danny, before you play that. Yeah. Are you also another Ndebele holding Ndebele surname holder who can't speak Ndebele? Hi. <laughs> because when you said Mshawa, you're, you're shouting at me. I swear I've been broke way too long. Sorry, so I Say government, put my pipe in my wife, right into the covenant, pistol right by my side, contemplate dumping it. Only if a demon child screaming, no touch me. Ooh, yeah. Big drip, bomber, don't trip, my slip, then hydroplane. Ooh, yeah. Post squad boss, so hard on go, my buy rogue. Ooh, 
Yeah, I love buddy, make it out the muddy, still got his hand in the Yeah, trouble us might get your whole jaw buttoned up like a chin strap. Ooh, every bar person get wrapped. Ooh, don't want to get a swim cow. Can't feel this big cow. It's a, it's a, it's dope track. And Chameleon Air came hard. I was like, yo, okay, damn. He did what now, Dan? What did he do? Dan, what, what, what did Chameleon Air do again? He came hard on the track. Now money right, I've been broke my whole life. Um, and then you mentioned Siske. I'm going to play one track from Siske's album. Um, Siske mm-hmm. is an artist from Bulawayo, and he just dropped his album. Um, it's difficult to find him. His name is M-S-I-Z apostrophe K-A-Y, Siske. He just dropped an album called Sizalo uh, Bukle, and... Uh, oh man, there's a there's a bunch of dope tracks on there, but I think I want to play the collaboration with Aishan. It's called Dance for Me. Pretty your issue Dylan Alvo as a grown person and the, the the answer is not just to be gallivanting around these festivals you see go and deal with your problems at home okay wow <laughs> What's, what, what have you settled on for your fantasy name fantasy football name I haven't that's the thing but you know we have time we have uh, two weeks or 
So, because last season I remember I had to change it from like Greenwood Park to Alala Wasala, which I thought was like super lit. Why did you have to change um, it from Greenwood Park? We know why we had to change it from Greenwood Park. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I we had to change it from Greenwood Park. <laughs> but it was such a great name. No, no, oh. it wasn't. Because <laughs> it still kept the Zimbabwean element in me and the former Manchester Unitedness that I was. But, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, man, we'll see. Okay. All right. I like yours, though. I really do. Thank you. No, Rise it. Rise it. Yes, Philip. Shall we wrap it up, eh? You get to pick a song. Robert, Robert, are there any songs that we, we've missed in the past week? Ooh, um... Well, I don't know if you guys played this song, actually, but Ramstein. it's not that new. Ramstein. No. I don't know if you played it, like, when it came out, because it came out, like, two or three weeks ago, and it's Ladipo's Big Energy. I don't think we played it. Big energy. That's the one. I think we so, I think we missed that. Yeah, actually, you're right. But you know, When I come through big energy, dark shades on all they see in me. I bet that you heard of me. I know they form gangsta, only big energy. When I come through big energy, dark shades on all they see in me. I bet that you heard of me. I know they form gangsta, only big energy. When you're big, you're big, I beg I never enter gear, but shift, I beg Swear my aim this year is infrared When's the last time I miss my guy forget? I know you can tell from the confidence alone Anywhere I sit, you know that's already a throne Everybody talks, but be careful with your tone Many have the number, but I only pick the phone for that Lovely song, lovely song Shout out to Ladipo Right. We're you, not going to play this one, but I just remembered that um, Earth Gang dropped the, the deluxe of their album, including a remix to Billy with our alumni, Blackie. So check, check, out, check out our playlist for that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, we're going to end. This is an exclusive. It's not out yet. Um, Shasha sent this through this week for some promo in Zimbabwe. It's called Temba Lami. It's a Shasha featuring Ami Faku. It's brand new off her upcoming album, I Am Alive. Uh, a reminder, we're going to chat to Shasha next week on the podcast and we can answer some questions. She promised. She said, Danny, phone me. I promise I'll answer. I was like, why? It sounds like you're lying. <laughs> I'll answer. I swear. I swear. I'll answer. So yeah, so we're going to talk, talk to her next week on the podcast. All right, so uh, y'all, thank you very much, uh, lovers and friends, for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you. Um, there's going to be very limited uh, um, editing, Philip, because we're recording this on a later date yeah. than usual. 
So just gaga yeah. ga, ga, bam, bam, bam. If you want to support the podcast, we really do appreciate and need support. Head on over to twobroketrimbles.com forward slash donate. You, you too can be like Roba and hop into the room whenever she like she's literally the third broke trimble. I was actually thinking about it the other day that whenever one of us is sick, we don't need to cancel him. We just need to call Roba and they're like, yo, Sabi. Literally. <laughs> literally hire me. I'm employable. <laughs> you, I would be open to that, but I feel like no, she's wait, got no, we're not hiring you. Yeah, yeah. The higher employers pay, like what? Uh, payment. I feel like her plan is to low key take over. I feel like she's not she's just like, Oh, I'm on the podcast now. Nga, 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 nga. Then little by little, she raises her own profile and then starts her own podcast. Calls it. So no, you know what I would do at some point, you guys uh, are gonna. I don't know. You know, now that Danny's left the streets, who knows? Maybe he's gonna leave. So somebody's gonna have to take over. Can you see, Philip? Can you see? Can I'm you see? Can you see? <laughs> this is disgusting. I tell you. How does your man feel about this? <laughs> I hate you, actually. <laughs> 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 Do you see why I need to kick you off this podcast? Do you see why? <laughs> What's the problem? No, it's fine. It's fine. What's the most sensitive? She doesn't, okay. have, she doesn't have the. She doesn't have the divine equation. That's what I'm not divine mm, equation. No problem. No problem, Miyako. That's why you're still flying using the old traditional methods. Disgusting, honestly. <laughs> Ladies That's and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Two Broke Twimbles. We appreciate you as usual. We appreciate your support. Like Phil mentioned, twobroketwimbles.com forward slash donate. If you listen to only this podcast and you don't listen to Mental Wellness Mondays, we understand maybe you want more entertainment and less knowledge. But every once in a while, check in because there's some dope stuff coming through on there, yo. Like, uh, yo, like it's dope, you know what I'm saying? Um, also, we want to say um, there's music from the podcast. All the music you hear on the podcast and some that doesn't make it to the podcast, but we come across and think is dope, will be on the playlists. You can find out more on twobroketumbles.com forward slash playlists. Um, what else, Philip? What else? What else? Follow us on the socials. Um, like, subscribe. Please, please leave a comment. Please leave a comment on your podcast app. We'd appreciate it. And a five-star rating. And uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I will catch you guys next. We are playing out with the new Shan Shan. Shan Shan and yeah. Amifaku. <laughs> that was very disjointed, Dan. That was terrible. That was terrible. Let's, let's, let's try that again. Okay. On three. Okay, I'm ready. One. Two.